You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. We'll start with the bad news and get to some fun stuff here. Um, what will be about a 15-minute edition we're going to aim for here on this Thursday. We will start with Chris Scheim quoting off the air 10 seconds ago. <gasps> Big sigh. <sighs> I had a terrible night gambling. Yeah, it wasn't great for me, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie to you. I went for a nice little 0 for 3 last night, but the good news is we got one step closer to Avalanche minus 1.5 in the series. Yeah, that would have been the, the, the worst-case scenario for you was uh, all those bets losing and then in overtime the Lightning winning. Yeah, that, that would have been rough. devastating for me. But luckily we didn't get that, thank God. Because you you're in on the Avalanche minus one and a half games in the series, correct? That is very much correct. Okay, so you're still in a good spot. You, well, still, you still have a game protection then. You could still potentially lose one game as long as you win in six. Correct. You're good. Yeah, okay. I don't need them to win at five all. Five or I six. Just need to win. Yes. You five don't want six. game seven. So exactly. game f- five or six, yes. Seven, no. Anything that makes you uh, weary of that bet after uh, Avalanche winning last night? No. Uh, I mean, they were able to get a win in Tampa. Now they get to go home to where they were absolutely, utterly dominant in the first two games of the series. Uh, I am not scared in the slightest. This is not like the Tampa Bay Rangers series that we just saw uh, a round ago. Um, and the Avalanche are the best team in hockey. They will be your Stanley Cup champions either tomorrow night or Sunday night. So you're sitting on them to win in game five or six because people that don't know if they missed this edition of the podcast, shot you can lay basically a game and a half to win the series. So you have the, the you have them winning the series, but they have to win it by basically two games. They can't win it in game seven, right? Yep. If they win in game seven, you lose. lose. So have you thought at all about any hedging between now and game seven? Like uh, what, what, so what would the ulti- options be? Well, my ultimate plan is, is uh, game six, I just maybe bet a little bit on the Tampa Bay Lightning to win. Like if it goes six, right? If, if the Avalanche lose game five, that if I if they are going to force a game seven, Tampa has to win. So my hedge will be picking Tampa. And even at home, they've barely been a favorite. Like they've been a minus one ten favorite. So I'm not laying much juice. Uh, I'll just bet on Tampa if I want to hedge at all in game six. Yeah, we've noticed that the money line is a little bit different last night. But for game three, they're both minus one ten on the money line heading into the game. Last night was minus one twenty. Versus even money for the Avalanche um, to win. But that's that's a good point. That's probably the best way of doing it is if you get to that point. You can bet a little bit on Tampa and try to hedge out you know, X percent of your bet. Exactly. So that e- either way you make some sort of money on it. That's probably the right way of looking at it. Yeah, but in Game 5, we're going to double down on the Avalanche, so it's fine. <laughs> you, are, you, are you already calling for the double down in no, Game yeah, 5? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, avalanche puck line plus 150 right now. Uh, that That is an absolute double down. Okay. They close uh, it out at home. It's not even close. That's a lean right now. Or is that the pick? Is oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll lock it in. I, I'm, we'll talk about it in more detail tomorrow because I'll probably have a couple more picks tomorrow. But I am going to lock that in for, uh, for tomorrow night's game. Uh, we have no Red Sox baseball today. We did finally uh, get back on track last night. We had the run. Uh, oh, you the got team total. Oh, well, some of us did. Over four and a half uh, runs. They got that done. They scored four in an inning. So just give me one more run, given how my baseball betting has gone. 
Uh, I thought I was going to end up falling a run short, but they ended up picking that up. And I think it was, ended up being even money or thereabouts. That worked out. It certainly helped that Xander Bogarts played. Um, Jeter Downs played. He did not record a hit. Oh for, for sure. 0 for 4. Oh, for 4. I blame you. I don't blame him. I blame you for betting on him to get over one and a half total bases in his major league day. It was a fun bet to make. It was, only, it was over a half a total base. <laughs> All he needed was a single hit. It was a half a total base. He went 0 for. 0 for 4. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? I, I had faith in the kid. I hoped he was going to have some success. Uh, he did not. Uh, and he's probably going to get sent back down. So he has one little yes, stint at third base and gets sent back down before Christian Arroyo. I believe we'll rejoin the team in Cleveland. We'll talk plenty more Red Sox and uh, Guardians. Not the I word. Uh, Guardians. Guardians tomorrow. Do you have any other Red Sox? Oh, you had Tigers money line last night, too. Yeah, I, I went anti-Red Sox. Oh, I was you like, did ah. have a rough night. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh. oh, the Red Sox, this is like a throwaway game. They still kicked ass. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. All your golf bets will hit this weekend, the Travelers. So That's what I'm hoping. I placed, pay for- I placed a DraftKings lineup. I'm ready to rock. Okay, I got well. I, well, I'm gonna It's 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 a weird. T- it's ten in the morning, so it's a weird time to talk about it. The round is going on as we speak, but I can tell you right now, uh, there's a lot of scoring on. There are one, two, three, four, five, four five players, five players at four <laughs> under, additional seven players at three under. So the scoring is fast and furious, baby. Cromwell, Connecticut. It's the opposite of the U.S. Open, where guys are struggling. Uh, everyone is everyone scoring. Tons of people still the tee scoring. off too, though. Guys oh, like yeah. guys like uh, very Scheffler good players, and yes. Spieth and all those guys. Oh yeah, there there is a long way to go. It's an absolute birdie fest. What you want to see is your guys make the cut and then make a bunch of birdies on Saturday and Sunday. Bam. That's all you can hope for. We'll keep an eye on the Travelers all weekend, and our buddy Ryan Hannibal is there uh, with a, uh, a good feature he's got going on one of the Monday qualifiers, Conrad. Uh, so check that out on Twitter at Ryan Hannibal. I have a football question and I have a. Life question. Which one would you like first? Ooh, give me the life question first. Okay, so my timeline is being blown up uh, with Chris Scheim. Apparently, you're getting shamed uh, today on the internet <laughs> for for saying you hang out at the mall. I yep. did not hear this live today. Uh, I've been hanging out with the boys, so I missed this live. Are you acknowledging like you used to hang out at a mall? Do you still hang out at the mall? And why are you defending yourself for hanging out at the mall? No, I got I got accosted because yeah, I, I like tell. to. I Twitter's, like to, Twitter's accosting. I like to go to the mall. I like to sit Let's in the food court. Go to the mall. I yeah. go so I go, I sit in the food court, I have myself some Chick-fil-A, I play some bets on my phone, and I people watch a little bit. I it's something I enjoy doing. And it's and I'm getting I'm getting shame for it because apparently nobody goes to malls anymore. Uh, I beg to differ because I see people there all the time. Well, it's a it's a bigger conversation. Like and you're too young, but malls were I mean you're not, but no, malls when were I was awesome. a kid, malls were malls awesome. were the best. I was there all the time. The Hanover Mall, South Shore, I was there all all the time as a child. All the time. And even yep. the South Shore Plaza in Braintree. Well, I grew up on the Pheasant Lane Mall, which you're at right now. Yeah. There used to be the, the Nashua Mall, which is up off Exit 6, which doesn't exist anymore. But that had like uh, a little mini arcade there as well. They got a... Uh, it might have been a Marshalls that my mom shopped in all the time. My brother and I would just harass her and run around and get <laughs> yelled at the entire time there. Just trying to get to the arcade. You had the arcade there at uh, Pheasant Lane Mall, which is part of the food court. That's no longer there anymore, Sean. It's probably well before your time of sitting at Chick-fil-A there in the food court. But, like, to, to waste a couple hours in air conditioning with kids? I got no problem with them all. The mall still plays. I love them all. Especially with the fan. Wi-Fi and the live betting. What's wrong with I'm the a, And I'm a, I'm a huge, I've always been a massive window shopper. I love to go look at things, think yeah, about things I might want to buy but not actually pull the trigger. Um, and then I also, I, I just, I also love to shop. Like, I... It's one of my one of my guilty pleasures. I love you love to, to, to shop. Yeah, I love shopping. Nah. 
I'm a big fan. See, I love going grocery shopping by myself. I love to go uh, just like shopping and like I'll I'll stroll around Target for an hour. I just I love. I'm I'm a big fan. I just so I when you it. Go, you go to a store like. Mm-hmm. Do you not see? I, I if I go somewhere, I have the list. I know what I'm getting. You sound like you're someone who walks around aimlessly and will just maybe buy something they weren't planning on buying. No, no, no. It's not aimless. I, I am a bit of a meanderer sometimes. But oh, like when I go to the grocery, no go patience to, for that bullshit. When I go to no the grocery way. store, I know exactly. No, no, no. See, here's the thing, though. I hate people getting in my way when I shop, so I specifically make sure to stay out of the way as I meander. <laughs> okay. So like that's I'm an I, that's I trust me. It's a pet peeve of mine. My girlfriend will attest when we go to the grocery store and I need a list of things to get in and get out and like because it's a Sunday and I hate I hate giant crowds like that hate in the grocery it. store so I get I get furious when people just leave their cart in the middle of the effing aisle and I can't go by I I get so mad I get it it's an anxiety problem at some points because I'm just like what are you doing you're an idiot stop being a buffoon get your cart out of the way stop walking two centimeters per uh, 10 hours and, and move it's just it's infuriating. But other than that, I am a meanderer. I do like to shop. Yeah, I'll I'll attack. I have an attack list everywhere I go. Whether it's Lowe's, <laughs> I'm going to Lowe's later. To I know exactly where. I already looked up. I'm going to actually not even Lowe's Tractor Supply Store in Pella, New Hampshire, and I already know what aisle this yes. rabbit fencing is yep. in. I, like I <laughs> already know where it is. I'm going to go in, get it, and leave. There'll be no meandering. There'll be no window shopping. I'm in and out. But the mall shaming. I totally disagree. I'm fine with the mall. The mall still plays, and as kids, especially the Pheasant Lane Mall, which you're hanging out now uh, and staring at people at the Chick Fil A food court, used to have an awesome Taco Bell, an Orange Julius. If I want some soccer in Japan, I can swing right over in there. Like KB Toy Store was a hit back in the day. There, um, there's some Sabaro. Yeah, this is that's the the the. the, the it's a shame. It's a, it's a, it's a shell of itself now. But yeah. the Pheasant Lane Mall once was a great, great mall. Uh, Leechmere played back in the day. I remember they so. set up a Nintendo there. So years ago, Mud, I actually used to date a girl that lived in Drakeit. And so. How do you do? I uh, I did uh, Black Friday shopping at the Pheasant Lane Mall a couple sure times. Sure you did. Tax-free, baby. Like Come three, on. Like 3 a.m. The, the place is bumping. It was like 2017. Those were the days. Uh, so you can check out that conversation uh, on the Odyssey app of the Greg Hill Show, uh, and I'm gonna, I might have to weigh in tonight on Mud at Night and say that I'm, I'm going to defend you on mall shopping. See what Bradford is saying. I appreciate that. it. Thank you. One football betting question before we get out, because I think this, this is still somewhat a betting podcast. We are 11 weeks away today Woo! from the NFL season kicking off. Can't wait. Thursday, September 8th is kickoff Thursday. Um, and so people are now starting to do their uh, – they're breaking down divisions, they're looking at over-unders, all that sort of thing. Yep. So I heard Rob Ninkovich on your show yesterday. Oh, uh, sound like a complete buffoon. Um, nice guy, I'm sure. But when he said Patriots 12 wins, <laughs> I wanted to high. I wanted to high five Wiggy when he like moaned audibly, like "What the hell is this?" We guy literally started laughing. <laughs> As well, you should have. And and look, I'm, I'm sure Ninko's a nice guy, but he's got this thing now where he's like super pro Patriot on ESPN, Honk. on WEEI, Honk City uh, for Rob Ninkovich. So. Their over-under total is still 8.5 last time I looked. Yes, it would is. You be, I'm looking at it right now. Would you be over-under the 8.5? I think I know where you're leaning because Rob Ninkovich is well over at 12 wins with his main talking point being Mac Jones is better. I agree on that, but nothing else says winning over 8.5 game besides maybe Mac Jones is better. What's your lean uh, eight weeks out, uh, nine weeks out of the NFL season chime time? Michael Manansky, let me tell you something. Yes. Uh, yes. When the New England Patriots schedule came out, I laughed yep. to myself. I found this win total, and I have three times as much money on the under of this win total as I do on the Colorado Avalanche minus one and a half. (laughs) 
So if that doesn't tell you exactly where I sit on this fence, then, then I don't know what to tell you because I am firmly, firmly on the under. It's not – I. I it, like it would be impressive for me if this team wins seven games. Uh, yes, I'm not sure seven. I'm not. I'm, that's a, that's a lowish number for me. But I'm definitely. I mean, I'm a. I'm a. I'm, I have a bet on the under. I hate my money tied up for the next eight months. But my money's tied up in the under. I I already yeah. bet the under. I bet I the under. Hammered the under. And I bet the over on the Raiders. So and I, I just. I, I wish I could see it. I wish I could see what other people are seeing. I don't I think that the debate is like, you know, Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, you, Patriots, so everybody and that's tells all me, noise. It's all everybody noisy tells bullshit. me Mac Jones is going to take this second year step. And it's like, OK, in a normal situation, I might yep. agree with you, but he loses his offensive coordinator. We saw how that worked out for ba- Baker Mayfield. Um, he has a worse offensive line, and people are trying to now make excuses that uh, this offensive line is better. We had a caller literally say that today. I laughed at his face. Um, and he doesn't have legitimate receivers, like the receiving options. Like, it's Hunter Henry, you know what he is. And then his receivers are fine. Kendrick Bourne is fine. Devontae Parker, if he stays on the field, is fine. But these guys are not good. None of these guys are a top 32, a top 50, maybe not even a top 75 receiver in the NFL. And people are just going to assume that he gets better. Like, even if skillfully and mentally he improves marginally because of what's around him, including his coordinator and the talent, it's not going to look like that. Like, it would be good for Mac Jones if he replicates what he did last year statistically. And so, and everybody's excuse, they cannot give me any evidence, any proof. I yelled at Andy and Fitzy about this on the Six Rings podcast. Please go subscribe to that one as well. Nice. Anywhere you get your podcast, quick plug. I was yelling at them because all they can tell me is, well, why not? Well, why not? And I. It, Bill Belichick, just because he's the greatest coach of all time doesn't mean he's infallible. We've seen him make mistakes. This is going to be a mistake. Get used to it, Patriot fans. It's coming. It, like, it, uh, I, I could go on for hours, but I won't. I'm sorry. I will, I will not ramble on this podcast. I bring podcast. it up because you and I basically agree, um, and I know someone who disagrees with this is Nick Costos. Maybe we'll bring him on um, and try to get him to explain. because he's, he's been there undervalued and Bill Belichick, and maybe that's the outsider view, but from a gambling perspective – like we we might be in the majority. The the Caesar Sportsbook um, released their their bet their betting so far to win the AFC, right? Yep. So uh, according to Caesars, okay, only the Texans and Jaguars shine have received fewer bets to win the AFC than the Patriots have. The Texans are 125 to one. The Jags are 61. The Pats are 20 to one. They had the third fewest bets to win the AFC. So I guess nationally people do agree. But there are people around here that I think are too close to it that aren't acknowledging that this is a bridge year. They didn't spend yes, money. Exactly. They have a hundred million dollars to spend next year. Like a year ago, they spent a lot of money to buy those three wins. They didn't spend money this year. This is to get to the next thing. Like they're, so, they're going to get Max going to get better with Patricia and 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 uh, uh, Joe Judge. And on top of that, shout out. And to I Wick. like Mac Jones. You don't. I like yes. Mac Jones, but this is not a good setup for him in year two. And, and and shout out to Wiggy. This was this was an excellent point by him, and this was my favorite point that he made all day. So even if the Patriots, even if the Patriots just wash, right? They didn't get worse, but they also didn't really get better. They're the same, right? So you start at ten and seven. Well, there's the Dolphins, the Ravens, 
Indianapolis, the Chargers, and Broncos. That's five teams that over the offseason dramatically improved, whether it's because of healthy, getting healthy from injuries or just getting a, just being better as a team. The Broncos now have Russell Wilson. Indianapolis now has Matt Ryan. You can see that one way or another. Baltimore's now healthy. Miami adds Tyreek Hill and a bunch of other talent. That's five teams that weren't in the playoffs but borderline playoff teams last year that are now much, much better than they were last year. So even if the Patriots haven't moved, those five teams have now moved up. So somebody has to come down. And so just by simple math, the Patriots are probably going to have a worse season. Uh, I completely agree. I just want to co-sign to your newsletter. and I, I, I don't often agree with Wiggy, uh, but he's right in this case. And Nikovich is just, he's just off. He just When he said 12 wins, come on. That, that, it's laughable. You had to fall out of your chair. 100%. I absolutely did. I was sitting there literally laughing to myself as Greg's eyes got big because, oh, Rob Ninkovich thinks they're going to be good. Mac Jones is going to have this Giants at four. Like, like, pump the brakes. All right? Just, like, relax for five seconds. All right. Uh, we have a quick edition of Football Friday. Pigskin pick them uh, with the boys, Carter and Bennett. Real quick answer here, Carter. Can you hear me? Can you talk in the microphone? Say hello. Yes. Okay. Hello. Um, you can't hear Shine, but we want to know, are the Patriots going to win more or uh, less than eight and a half games this year? You're like over or under for the Pats? I do under. Why? I do not think the coaching staff is good enough to win. And I think they've lost pieces on the both sides of the ball. <laughs> excellent takes. Uh, Shine says excellent takes. Uh, Bennett, who's eating banana bread with Nutella. Sounds delicious. Uh, over under eight and a half wins for the Patriots? Over. Why over? Because they just got um, um, Devontae Parker, and they got another wide receiver in their draft. So I think if they can start getting more touchdowns, then they can win more games. That's better analysis than most of the hosts of the station. You know what? I might have gotten swayed. I'll give the Patriots one more win. I don't think think it'll be between five and seven. I think it'll be between six and seven now. You're right. Good job by you, Bennett. Okay, so we got a split decision. So we're t- so we're three to one. Bennett's the only one. So Bennett, you're over. Shime, Mutt, and Little Mutt are all on uh, under eight and a half wins. And Rob Ninkovich is maybe maybe maybe, maybe dabbled in the 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 cannabis. It's legal now in the state. <laughs> Betting's not legal, but maybe he's, there were some birds chirping in the background when he joined you guys yesterday. Yeah, he was, he was in played. Chicago actually uh, visiting well, family. That? So. So I'd be curious, um, if, if you're listening to this, you made it all the way to the end. It's eight and a half right now. If you're a Patriots fan, are you over, under, eight and a half Patriot wins? Let us know on Twitter at BetQL Boston, BetQL Boston. Uh, I, be, I, I, I may put a – let's actually, let's do this, Shime. Let's do a poll question at BetQL Boston. Can you do that? Can you handle that? I sure uh, can. Before we post the show, I'd be curious. Then we can react to it tomorrow. And I'll retweet it because I know we're going to talk – you guys talked about it today. We're going to talk about it tonight on Mud at Night with uh, Tommy Curran and Rob Bradford. So I, I want to – Follow us up tomorrow and see if our opinion, three of the four of us here on this high-level sports betting podcast, if we agree with the people or if Pats fans think we're out to lunch on this. I'm guessing Pats fans are going to lean over on oh, eight and a half Of course wins. they are. They're a bunch of hunks. That's what Patriots <laughs> fans are now. I've, no, I've learned that. So this is what I've understood. Is yeah. Back in the 90s, you had all the diehard fans that stuck around even though this team sucked to oblivion. 
and then all of a sudden they get good, and now we have all these bandwagon jamokes who don't understand anything about about anything, and they're just like blindly in Bill We Trust, and Bill We Trust, and Bill We Trust. Neglect the fact that the greatest quarterback of all time, nay, the greatest football player in the history of the sport, left you in the dust because he didn't want to play with this coach anymore, and you still, to this day, preach and moan about Bill Belichick being the greatest coach of all time, and that'll get you nine-plus wins every season. It's ridiculous. That's an excellent rant. I may just Thank play you. that tonight on my show. Have, have uh, had it. Subscribe to the podcast, whether you're a honk or an action, <laughs> as Shime just called honk, everyone honk. listening in the audience. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. We're both leaning over. We are nine weeks away, Shime, from opening Thursday in the oh, NFL. I can't wait. It's a so glorious excited. feeling. Uh, plans this afternoon? Golf? T-Height, let it fly? Uh, so we were spo- I was actually supposed to record an interview this afternoon, but it looks as though that has fallen through. So I will instead uh, only be recording uh, Six Rings of Football Things. I already mentioned in that once, so uh, make sure to go check the uh, check us out over there. And uh, other than that, I'm just going to be relaxing today, Mud. I'm going to enjoy my day. You've earned it. Uh, Four-hour Mud at night tonight. Check us out 6 to 10 on WEEI and the Odyssey app. Shine, we'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Mud. Talk then.